strange. And it's time for Strange Wines with host Tom Cap for Strange Brew Podcast. And this is Juan from the Juan on Juan Podcast. Let's get strange. All right, welcome to another Strange Wines. What's going on, buddy? What's up, bro? All right, we're just getting into uh, to pick up kind of where we left off, but uh, I actually have been smoking some Pineapple Express today. I don't think I've ever tried it before i got it like my girlfriend thinks that we've like had it before but i don't remember ever having pineapple express i've had shitloads of different weed and stuff in my life but i don't remember ever hitting pineapple and i'm, I'm really digging it because usually it's a sativa more or less but this batch is a hybrid and it's fucking tastes real good gets you perfectly high fucking good in between and then i got some angry orchard fucking going too so you bitch. It's like, <laughs> that's like apple juice, like spiked apple It's fucking apple delicious, juice, right? man. It's delicious. So today <laughs> we're going to be talking about... Last week we did what? The pirates, right? No, Vikings. Was that last week? That's why we're getting to this. Yeah, this, my cat needs to shut the fuck up. Damn, dude. Shut How up, time, cat! <laughs> How time flies, dude. So we did... No, the pirates was the week before that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know what day it is. Yeah, neither do I. So last <laughs> week we did the Vikings. Yeah, so that's we, why we're getting Norse mythology. Yeah, we kind of sort of talked about, you know, who the Vikings were, what did they do, yep. some misconceptions, some of their torture methods, et cetera, et cetera. Today we're going to get into a little bit more of the mythology. It's very complex. Yes, this the, could you could literally do an entire, like, podcast show probably based oh, on yeah. North mythology if you really got the gritty details of it. Yeah, so... We'll start off with this. What is North mythology? It's yeah. also known as North Norse paganism, and it was religion of the Vikings in Europe centuries ago. Yeah, and they would do, well. It was like yeah, there were tales that Viking like poets like recited, especially like during Ditlimd halls to captivate like attendees of a grand feast. So uh, more or less, it was like the Bible was, which is storytelling, which fathers and mothers like told their children around a roaring fire uh, on long winters, especially obviously because you're kept indoors like COVID shit. And these epic myths of war, magic, love, betrayal, triumphant and ruin. And not only did they provide a deep well of religion and meanings for the Vikings, uh it spoke uh spoke pretty much it was like timeless and universal for the human condition because a lot of the things that they talk about you could interpret in many different ways and it still like captivates audiences to this day technically because reading a lot of this stuff and researching this shit made me actually think about the marvel movies like the thor movies and shit like that and ragnarok and even like end games and stuff like that that a lot of this stuff, I realized they did really take a lot of shit from the mythology, which is pretty trippy. Because, like, reading into this, I was like, oh, that's on the fucking Thor movie, and this is, or whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's obviously been a very... It's had a big influence. I mean, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, said, true that, yeah. The Marvel Universe. Yeah. And a lot of different movies have these, these aspects of this religion. And today, we're going to talk about some of... We're going, to do, we're going to cover the story of creation pretty much for them. We're yep. going to also get into the main key, because it's a polytheistic religion, so we're going to get into the main key gods and yep. some god goddesses of the religion. But also at the end, I'm going to throw in some Norse 
uh, Nordic mythical creatures as well that I got there. You, you want to do that? Uh, I was like thinking that could be a whole separate episode. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll go from there. If we don't have, if we get to an hour and and we have enough, then we'll leave that for another episode. Yeah, it's a yeah, lot of material. Sure. It's a Cause lot. Cause yeah, it definitely is. When I was looking into this, and then you're like, let's go by timeline. I found so much shit and yeah. like really read into it and watched some stuff on it. So it, it goes deep. So let's start. Yeah. So North. Norse, damn, I can't even talk today. Norse <laughs> mythology as a religion. Norse paganism was not as organized as Christianity or Islam were at the time. It was made up of many small things pieced together, such as ideas of multiple worlds and ruling gods and goddesses. And surprisingly, the Norse paganism still exists as a religion today. It is known as, and there's a lot of different names that we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to probably butcher them. Oh, yeah. I've been watching documentaries. <laughs> I listened to a few audiobooks and a couple things. So the religion exists today, and it's known as As- Asatur, Asatru, and was revived the in the late, late 20th century. And again, one thing that I also learned, I kind of dove into who the the Nordics, who they were as well, you know, to add on to the the Viking episode, these people, I was listening to this podcast about it. This guy referred to them as as cultural chameleons because wherever they would settle down, they kind of would adapt to that place, right? So by that, it's say, you know, the an example, the Vikings in Norway maybe believe something different than the Vikings in Denmark, or the Vikings yeah. in Finland, right? Because that they all sense. had their own sections, right? Yeah. So it's just like it's, it's just like, like all the religion, bun- man. Yeah, yeah. It's just some like Christian the different- fucks just want to spread the love of Jesus, and other ones want to protest funerals of soldiers because they're fucking assholes. Yeah, it's just like with any religion. <laughs> They're yeah, and then you got Islam. Beliefs. Some of them just want to be happy and and live in the hot desert, and others want to set themselves into a bomb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> some believe that shit. So, where did these myths originate? Northern Europe and what is now Norway, Sweden, Denmark, yeah. Finland, all the white Scandinavia. people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the mythology of the North Germanic people stemming from Norse paganism and continuing after the Christian christianization <laughs> of scandinavia and into scandinavian folklore of the modern period yeah, yeah. so again once they started once christianity started coming into these places it kind of disappeared this, yeah all of this disappeared yeah so it was all pushed away and what i found interesting and let me pull this up i while i was reading all this and i was listening to the story of creation all this stuff i was like do they have like a bible do they have some sort of written record right because in the bible wasn't the it book like sketched Gen- into stones and shit though ruins they, t- they use yeah. ruins ruin stones yeah. yeah yeah they use runes and it's interesting because the prose edda which is known as the younger edda and this uh. guy this guy's name let me find this guy's name his name is it's he was a historian a christian historian from iceland he was so, an Icelandic, so a liar no no <laughs> an icelandic scholar law speaker and historian his name was snorri sturluson from, they have yeah. fucked up names dude it's hard to pronounce <laughs> i thought like weird japanese shit or i don't pronounce anything well on my podcast alone so yeah fucking, when you get into this shit you're just like holy fuck so this guy what he did was there's different 
poems and different stories. And, and this was one of the main key people that was in charge of putting together all these different stories because Norse mythology, bro, it's so complex and there's a bunch of different stories within the mythology uh, pertaining to different gods and like yeah. Loki and Thor and all these different things. And it, it gets, it's pretty complex. It's but dense. Again, it's dense, dude. Yeah. Based on where it was at, you know, they gathered all these different stories. There's even a great flood in, in the story too. And I mean, again, it's piecing together. A bunch of shit I, that they thought they saw maybe. Yeah. And that's why I think that, I mean, that's why, to me, religion is all bullshit. It's all the same thing, just different names over it's and over It's recycled in different versions. I've always said that, that like that people in the Egyptian times sounded really similar to Jesus and what Jesus was doing thousand, couple thousand years later. So, Yeah. So, Do you want to get into the beginning, the, the origin of the cosmos? Yeah, so this is a pretty lengthy little narrative that I ha- that I have here and again it's got a lot, a lot of different names I've yeah. been kind of practicing it but whatever so again this is a Lord of the Rings Elder Scrolls Online World of Warcraft all these different things have gotten inspiration you know Dungeons and Dragons yep. we have elves dwarves dragons we have a huge squirrel too bro a we huge have an squirrel? eagle we ha- yeah we have yeah we have a squirrel too a, wow he likes big squirrel. ass nuts eh yeah we have we have rainbow bridges it's very complex it's it's very rich and is that where they get dramatic. the the pride flag from I don't know <laughs> dude but it it the rainbow bridge joins the two worlds together yeah, Asgard um, and Asgard and, and, and Midgard yeah so and we'll get into that so the beginning <laughs> and this is one of the big words Ganungugap. <laughs> I know. I looked that up and I was like, Jesus. Ganungugap. Before there was soil or sky or anything green, there was the gaping abyss of Ganungagap. Yeah, the gaping abyss <laughs> was the great emptiness before there was a world or any living things in it. Yeah. Far to the south of Ganungugap was the fiery <laughs> realm of Muspel. With its long, hot rivers full of poison and vast lakes of fire, nothing can grow in this burning realm. To the north was the dark and cold realm of Niflheim. Yeah, where icy fountains spewed forth freezing rivers. Nothing could grow here either, for the sky was always dark, and the mountains were blocks of solid ice. Slowly over Damn. years and years and years, the fiery blast from Muspel began to melt the icy mountains of Niflheim. Out of the melting ice, the giant, his name is Ymir, emerged, yeah. the first being of the vast Ganungagup. So now we have a frost from giant. Yeah. A fucking frost giant, bro. Yep. I wish they had that in the Bible. I mean, we have giants in the Bible, but not frost giants, you know? No, so, that's pretty dope, too. <laughs> next to him, there emerged a cow from the ice. The cow licked oh, yeah, the salt from cow. the ice mountains, and Ymir drank the cow's milk. Ymir grew larger and larger. The cow licked away entire mountains of ice. Slowly, she licked the ice from two more beings this time the god bury and his god his goddess i heard another story because there's convicting conflicting stories in this um ymir i heard was he was a godlike but destructive giant and ymir was a hermaphrodite and could uh reproduce asexually and when he slept more giants leapt forth from his legs and from the sweat of his armpits yeah, so, <laughs> so I think I'm getting there. Oh, okay. uh, so it says, he like, grew Jesus. larger and larger. They had a son named Bor, and his son was named 
and his son was named Odin, which obviously he's the one that becomes the, yeah. the king of all gods. Ymir was cruel and brutal. Odin and the other gods could no longer abide by his evil acts, and together the gods sl- slew him. Ymir's huge body formed the earth. And this yeah. is, again, this is, it relates to the Sumerians where, where they had Tiamat and they slayed, you know, the dragon and they used the body parts of the, of the dragon to form the different parts of the world, different continents. Yep. So his blood became the sea, his flesh became the land, his bones, the mountains, and his hair and the, uh, his became, hair, the trees. Yeah, the vegetation. Yeah. Odin and the other and gods formed... And it says the clouds was his brains. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Odin and the other gods formed the sky with his skull, held up by four towering pillars. Odin gathers sparks from the fiery depth of Muspel and created the sun and moon. The, these he set in the sky. So that's how we get the sun and the moon. Yeah. Again, very dramatic, very... And they have very like four dwarves there. or some shit too. Yeah. That correspond with the four carnal, carnal points or some shit. Yeah, as the sun and the moon shone over the new world in the Gununguap, the <laughs> ice began to melt and plants and trees began to grow, right? So here we have yeah. the story of creation, very beautiful, right? Very, very brutal. The greatest yep. tree of all was the Yggdrasil, and I probably butchered that, which grew in the very center of the earth. Its roots penetrated into the bottom of creation. Its leaves reached the very top of the sky. Odin was satisfied with this, with the new world and named it Midgard, the middle land. And that's where yeah. humans reside. And we'll yeah. get into that. We'll, we'll break everything down because every, they have nine different realms, right? Nine different dimensions. It's, yeah, and nine every different dimension. realities and everything's yeah. different in every different reality. Yeah, it's, it's fucking dope. So it is pretty dope, <laughs> but the world still needed people. On one of his walks, Odin found two fallen trees, an ash and an elm. He lifted them from the mud and formed the first man and woman from them. Odin There's also breathed. the story that, that he like took them from fucking wood. Yeah, that, found, that's like, what. Wood. Yeah, his, his driftwood, driftwood. Like, on the side, <laughs> and then he the carved the them ocean. to make them look like humans. Yeah, <laughs> he lifted them from the mud and formed the first man and woman from them. Odin breathed life into these beings, gave them reason and feelings, hearing and sight. And again, it goes. Almost like the Book of Enoch, where every angel is in charge of giving a person a certain thing. Uh, you yeah, know, a certain yeah, sense. That's, yeah, that makes sense. Actually, in the Gnostic true. worldview, you have demons that give people different senses yeah. and stuff like that, right? The good and guys. <laughs> he named the man Ask and the woman Embla. From these two sprang the entire human race. The humans had the task of looking after Midgard while the gods ascended to Asgard, their realm in heaven. So Asgard is pretty much where the gods are at. It's perfect there. And but I could just- see I could see Christians and uh, Catholics definitely like, or I guess see Norsemen or Norse people or whatever they call themselves, that I could see them converting to Christianity because a lot of it does sound similar to the religion that they already believe. Like just the two people come from one certain thing yes. and there's a reality of where the gods stay and there's a reality we'll get into probably about like the hell in mm-hmm. um, Norse mythology, right? So I could see yeah. them being able to be like, well, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. So, however, not everyone was pleased with Odin's work. Ymir's giant sisters were still mourning his death and were looking for a way to take their revenge on the gods who killed him. They gathered at the foot of Yadrazil, which is the big tree in the center of the universe, the center of the earth, and began carving lines into it. Each line was a human life. 
filled with twists and turns beginning with a man's birth and ending with his death. At the end of each line, they made a deep cut to ensure that humans would never be as powerful as the gods. These spells were so powerful that not even Odin could do anything to change them. Thus, Yggdrasil became known as the Tree of Life and humans knew death and suffering in their world. So again, we get this. Again, it's just like the Tree of Knowledge. Yeah, the, the tree fire. of knowledge, you can't <laughs> yeah, eat from yeah. that forbidden fruit. If you do, you're casted out of the Garden yeah. of Eden type of thing, right? And Yagdrasil, we're going to get into the mountain, the mundane, the, the tree, I'm sorry, the mundane tree or world tree. <clears throat> Excuse me. It goes through all the levels of the universe. So we have the heavens, Valhalla, that's located in, uh, located in Asgard is Valhalla, the hall of the slain. It is ruled over by Odin. And is the home to those who have died in battle. So, if you were a Viking and you fought violently, you know, uh, valiantly, yeah, you'd be allowed in. You'd be allowed in, right? Like so everybody's kind of bullshit. It's the exact same yeah. fucking shit, pretty much. Yeah. So, so all you know, all the fierce warriors are there. Yeah. The Earth, Midgard, or the the Midland, the underworld, Hell, H E L. The Bifrost Bridge that links the real and yeah. super, yeah, the supernatural that's the rainbow world together. Bridge. That's the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one that that fucking Rainbow Bridge. So whenever we see a bridge, uh, a rainbow, it's actually linking the two worlds, which is interesting yeah. because I thought it was a fucking leprechaun at the other end with some gold. Yeah, that's what I thought so too. But here's the thing, dude. Like when when it comes to that's why I like I love theology so much and and religion and and all these different things because. They're trying to explain why the world it is the way it is, right? So these yeah, people yeah, all you knew, can do is add is add aliens in, and it makes everything make sense. Yeah, these people <laughs> knew that that there was more to this realm than just what we see. Fuck right? yeah! Well, every had, religion seems yeah. to, even though some block out other shit. Like if you got like the Jehovahs and stuff, they believe in some honky ass shit. Yeah, so. We have the Bifrost Bridge, which is the Rainbow Bridge, as seen as a rainbow to humans. At the roots of the tree are the Norns, so fate. They're their fate. And again, the nine realms uh, are the humans are in Midgard. Yep. The Asgardian gods are in Asgard. I'm and again, there, there's, there's two different families of gods, which we're going to get into. Yep. Asgardian gods are in Asgard. Vanir gods are in Vanaheim. Ice giants are in Jotunheim. I Jotunheim. That. The <laughs> elves are in Alfheim. The Alfheim. dark elves, pretty racist, are the dark in elves. <laughs> Svartalfheim. Svartalfheim. That sounds German. <laughs> the dwarves are in Nidavellir. The demons are in Muspelheim, and the dead are in Hell. So yeah. again, and is that there's that bitch named Hell, and she's like really beautiful on one side. She's like the two face, but she's yeah. got like, she's like corpsey on the other side. Yes, she lure you in from the left, but you know, fucking shock you with the right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so obviously with the story of creation and just how with every religion there is an apocalypse, right? Yeah. And we can get we're not, into this we're not later. getting a Ragnarok r- right now, are we? Because I got no. I'm just gonna <laughs> go over it real quick, but Rag. It, Everything leads to Ragnarok, and it's the final battle, the Norse apocalypse, and yeah. it's a fight between the giants and the gods. It will destroy most of the universe, and the frost, the frost giants are slated to win. 
And again, we'll get into that a little later. Yeah, we'll I, get got, into that. I got some shit in there. But even like how when the worlds are reformed from a corpse of a giant, which is fucked up, but that's how it was influenced or how it was made, we would also be influenced of the giants as well, not just the gods, right? And they would try to intervene in certain worlds like the human world, also, right? And slaying of their ancestors, like what the gods uh, fucking kind of led up to and did at the very beginning when the gods showed up. The Giants didn't always like that shit, so that's where, like, when the war kind of starts, but that's in, um, that's in a little bit, but... Yeah. Like, there and was Giants and there was Gods, there was all these different creatures trying to intervene with, technically, the human world, because we were right in the middle, kind of-ish. Yeah, and again, there's a f- fucking giant squirrel that goes up and down the tree. I didn't know about so. the giant squirrel, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, the giant squirrel's like a messenger that goes up and down, just... There's there's the serpent which we'll get in. I mean, if got we don't got some giant do squirrels in Toronto, man. <laughs> Things are fucking huge, eating fucking the, people's trash. In in the mythology, the the squirrel is in charge. There's there's a serpent. When again, if we get into the creatures, we'll yeah, talk about. It. There's a serpent at the bottom and the eagle at the top, and he pretty much he he delivers messages of them talking shit to each other up and down the tree. <laughs> Yo, this guy said that you look fucked. Well, tell him that you look like an idiot. It's just like going back and forth. So, tell your mama that Odin sucked on my balls. It's like fucking. Loki Loki gets pretty inappropriate. We can talk about that once. Yeah, that's for sure. The so Nordic cosmology we have moon, which is Mani, a god, Earth, Joro, a goddess, Joe Rogan. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and we have units of time, also day, which is dagger, a god, and night, not, which is also a god. They, you know, they have different things. They have a bunch and of different shit. So the gods and goddesses, obviously, it's a polytheistic religion. And there's two different stories when it comes to the mythology. We have the mythology that it says that these gods and goddesses were actual people, Right. And they were just portrayed as gods. So they were there fierce. was some blind fucking creep that would just like dress up and go from town to town and tell people their fortune? Because that's what yeah, Odin I mean, did. <laughs> I mean, what did Jesus not do, bro? He fucking walked around. At least he had people. two eyes and he didn't look like a homeless man. Because if yeah. Odin w- would look like that, because he says he dresses up with a shawl and shit. And yeah. Being he all he looks like Gandalf. I mean, think of yeah. Gandalf. Still, not, he w- still has two eyes, though. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll get to that, but I mean, he sacrifices an eye too again to learn. Oh yeah, we gotta wisdom. talk about that shit. Yeah, so again, so it's, there's two separate beliefs. Again, one was that the gods were actual people, and right, this is them trying to find a correlation of how this came to be, how why this is something. So they said what? that some of the gods they would walk among the mortals constantly, right? They would be there, and you wouldn't know that they were gods, right? They're shapeshifter motherfuckers. Yes, yeah, and it, dude, it makes me think of the Anunnaki because th- it was the same shit. Like they walked, you know, among men, and they were giants, and they had these powers and stuff like that. It's very interesting. So also like those fucking lizards. Yeah, they were respected <laughs> and revered for their for this trait and feared for their power. So we have two different uh, families of gods. We have the Azir, which is Odin, Thor. And off, you know, they often represent wisdom and power. And then we have Vanir, which is Najord and his children, twins Freya and Freyr, and then often represented in religion and myth with love, fertility, and material wealth. So again, 
Like most gods, that's Greek shit too. Yeah. And shit yeah, exactly, that, so. exactly, exactly. So, who played talk- Thor? Was it Chris Hemsworth or Liam? He- Chris Hemsworth, right? Yeah, I think yeah, the first. Oh, one. he's dreamy. My yeah, girlfriend has a big crush on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're gonna get into the main people, and there's a lot of different gods, and they ha- each have their own thing. That's so, fine, because on my research, I just, like, exited out a lot of that shit and, like, kept it to the story, because I was like, there are so many goddamn gods in this shit, it's almost yeah. as bad as, like, the Greeks. Yeah, but we'll cover the main ones and then just, yeah. you know, go off of them. So we have Odin, which is the chief of the gods and men, and he's called the All-Father, right? So he's the father of gods and men, like I said. He's the father of Thor, Balder, and some other gods. And Loki, he is, isn't he? He's Loki's father, right? Too. No, he's his half brother. Oh yeah, his half brother. That's yeah, yeah that, that makes yeah. sense. Even Wh- which movies. we'll get into that. So he's also known as Woten or Woden. Yeah, Woden. And, I've heard that a lot more often than even Odin. And this is how we get the day Wednesday because it's Woden's day. So Wednesday ah, is, is, is yeah. His that name is for him. tomorrow. Yeah. So <laughs> he is the elder. Of the Seer gods, and he is the chief deity in the Norse religion. And I always found it interesting that, again, in Sumerian and Mesopotamian religions, the main god, the most powerful god, is always the offspring of another god. Like Yeah, like a demigods and shit, too. Hercules was pretty fucking baller. Yeah, like Jesus Christ was the god, you know, the son of of another, right? The main god, right? The one. So he... Wears winged or floppy hat, so pretty much like Gandalf. He'd fucking walk <laughs> around with a robe. floppy hat. Yeah, he's the god of magic. Does wisdom. he also have a big staff that he says, you shall not pass? I think he does have a staff, bro. <laughs> I'm serious. Fucking crazy. He has something. So he's the god of magic, wisdom, wit, and learning. And later with war and bloodshed. So this Odin was, he wanted to have wisdom that was his main thing like get wisdom and knowledge i know that he like he had a like a thirst for that shit like a greed for wanting to be super smart i need to know yeah Yeah. so odin pierces himself pierces himself with a spear and hangs on yadrazil for nine days and nights to learn the secret knowledge of of yeah so he has again. This is what you're talking about earlier. He has one eye because he traded it for a drink from the spring of the clairvoyance to gain inner wisdom. So if, I'm pretty sure you'd be Odin and you'd fucking trade your eye for, for some, a drink. Fuck yeah, for some mead. Oh for yeah, some mead. And he only drank. He only. He never ate food. He only drank mead, bro. This guy was always drunk. <laughs> and he sounds, resides. Sounds in, like somebody. <laughs> he resides in <laughs> Valska Jolf. It's called the Shelf of the Slain. And his you said Shuffle of the Slain? Uh, shelf of the Slain. Uh, I thought it was said the Shuffle of the Slain. I was no. like, is that, is that a Michael Jackson dance? <laughs> no. So he his attributes, and like I told you, are the sphere. Gungur, Gungnir, which... Gungnir, I think is how you pronounce it, which never misses its target. And the ring, Dropnir, and his eight-footed steed, Slepnir. So he's got an eight-footed horse which is like the best horse ever and it was it was that's uh, eight oh, feet uh, it's got eight feet and loki gave birth to it dude loki's <laughs> got a pussy now <laughs> it gets weird it gets fucking wild <laughs> <laughs> so spoiler alert spoiler alert during ragnarok he is killed by the wolf veneer and, and again which 
You just ruined the ending of this podcast. Everyone was waiting to see how Fuckface got killed. A lot of people die. A lot of fucking people die, (laughs) just like the Marvel Universe. Almost everybody, honestly. And again, it was by a wolf birthed by Loki. (laughs) All right. Who would Loki fuck to get birth of wolf? I don't know, dude. (laughs) He can travel to any realm within the nine Nordic worlds. His two ravens travel the world daily and return to him, telling him everything that's happened in Midgard. And I have the names of the two ravens, and I have to find it. I took it off of here because I put it with the creatures. All of his actions are related to knowledge, wisdom, and the dissemination of, of ideas and concepts to help mankind. He can make the dead speak in order to question the wisest among them. He is also the head deity and also the god of thought and logic. And it's interesting to know that the Norse people had such importance upon logic because runes are such a simple writing system and they're used for charms and runes yeah, just pictures. mean secret. So it's pretty much, it's fucking magic, right? Like they, yeah. that's, that's what they fucking believe. So again, this is the story, uh, the, the story about when he gave up his eyes. So there's a story concerning Odin himself. It is said he left the heavens and disguised himself so he could pass on as either a wanderer or a thrall and called himself by the name of Vegtam. It's almost like Vegeta, but Vegtam. <laughs> Vegeta? Yeah. Dragon Ball while, Z. <laughs> while in the land of the giants, he met one named Theazi, who had a nasty reputation for taking the heads of those who could not answer It was actually Ozzy Osbourne, and he was biting the heads off bats. Yeah, probably prob- <laughs> fucking vegan. So Odin's real purpose for his journey was to get a drink of magic mead from the well-kept Mimir. Me- Mead. So the price he paid was an eye. So he paid for this magical mead was his eye. So that's why they call him the one with the fiery eye, right? He yeah, has, but he also it's supposed to be made his one eye made him see better than when he had two. Yeah, yeah right. Like you know, <laughs> when you lose sen- when you lose one sense, your other senses you know sharpen stuff like that. So yeah, <clears throat> another main god. Obviously, everybody knows who Thor is, right? Thor. We have a bunch of movies in the, in the Marvel Universe. He's the god of thunder and lightning. He's the son of Odin. And Thor's day is Thursday is named for him. So we have a, all, almost all the days, days of the week are named after Norse mythological. I thought Thursday was for thirsty bitches. Yeah, probably too, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Thor's day is named for him, Thursday. He is huge, red-bearded, with burning eyes. He's similar to Hercules in his feats. He's got, you know, crazy strength. He kills giants. And he ended up fucking a giant. Her name was Jarnat, Jarn Saxa. <laughs> but he had a wife. Just his hammer all up in there. Yeah, he had a wife, too, Sif, right? Yeah, Sif and was his wife. They call him Mojonir, which is supposed to be the destroyer. And he's got an axe hammer. Uh. That can destroy giants and mountains in a single blow. He also you got how the, the hammer was made. No, I don't actually. Well, that uh, they like low key, pretty much like trick them essentially. But there was like um, there was pretty much like a bet to see like what these um, certain, I guess uh, I think I have it here. Uh, but what these certain dwarves could make, so they had to make Odin, um, give Odin a prize and uh, Loki a prize, well, and Thor a prize kind of shit. And um, 
they end up pretty much like Loki end up tricking and stinging the one guy, the one dwarf that I was making Thor's hammer. And the whole thing was if they lose or if they win, then they get Loki's head and they can cut off his fucking head. And then, oh. yeah, so they end up like kind of like he ends up like trans like Loki transforms into like a bug that tries to sting the guy making the hammer, and he ends up fucking up uh, the handle of the hammer because the hammer is supposed to be like fucking longer and like a real actual like sludge hammer kind of deal. Mm. And then so when they presented it, like Loki's like, okay, they fucked up, then <laughs> they broke the handle, and then when they presented it. He said that it's got a smaller hammer, but it'll be the most powerful hammer you'll be able to uh, wield and all this shit. And pretty much it kind of flipped on Loki, but they wanted his head, but they said they could only have his head if his you know neck wasn't damaged and the dwarves got all mad and shit. So they had to pay a price to the dwarves because Loki tricked them. But essentially they like fucked up the hammer, but that's why Thor's hammer is so like a smaller hammer. It's not like a sludge hammer, how probably they would have had it made for him if Loki didn't fuck with them. Yeah. That was cool. Did you oh, also that was fucking weird. Did you also come across the the story of when they stole his hammer, when Loki stole his hammer? I think so. Didn't he like yeah, cuz that's even in the movies, is it not? I feel, I feel like something like that was in the movies where he dresses up as a bride. Oh yeah, that shit's weird. I saw, <laughs> I read about that. Oh yeah, they trick uh, Thor into like dressing up like a woman. Yeah, to take the hammer back. It's it's crazy. Yeah, dude. it's a fucking but big again, story. That's this is different. Huge different poems and different stories of essentially all the same thing. And I found it very mm-hmm. interesting that they have their main, you know, their main religion and they have different stories of, of all the gods and stuff like that. That's, I found oh, that yeah, interesting. It's, it's all different stories and it's like pretty, it's super like trippy how deep this really goes. I said, you could do a, a massive series about this if you really wanted to. And I bet people have, cause it goes fucking deep. Yeah, so again, back to Thor. He has a cherry that's pulled by two goats. He can kill these goats. By two and eat goats? Them. Yeah, by two goats. Wow. He can kill them and eat them, and they'll come back to life. And oh. he's constantly Never fighting the food source. Yeah, and he's constantly always fighting the world serpent, which is Jormungan. Yeah, they had. Was, he didn't like that snake. Yeah, he was he like got, Indiana you know, Jones. A bunch of shit. He once drank from a horn that was emptying the water from the ocean so he's got a gigantic appetite and the next one i have is balder the beautiful and the good son of odin and frigg and frigg is yeah he's the one that uh loki fucks over (laughs) yes yes so primarily known for his death and resurrection so he's almost like a jesus christ type figure yeah loki tricked his brother hot into killing him with a mistletoe dart and we'll get into that yeah that's later his death is the Arbringer, the Harbringer, binger of Ragnarok. So the Harbinger. Oh man, it's got fucking Har- vape juice in my mouth. <laughs> harbinger is that how you say it? Harbinger of death. Yeah, that's like yeah. Good. Harbinger of Ragnarok. So he's the one that that his death is the one that initiates Ragnarok. After Ragnarok, when a new world arises, Balder and Hod will disgusting. be were born to rule. And he's considered one of the best gods, friendly, wise, eloquent, and he has little power. So. Oh, poor guy. Loki. We have, obviously, Loki. Everybody knows who that is. The god yeah, of mischief. Yeah, you should. Even children would know. And fire. They He's say what they base Satan off of was you know, Loki. I, I looked into that, and some say yes. 
Some, some say, say no. no. Some say maybe. So you could associate <laughs> him, I guess, with with Satan, the Satan archetype, right? He's the yeah. god of evil. But see, that's the thing. He is at times he is against the gods, and then he's with but the then gods. He's with the you know with the against you know he's with the it gods. Shows it shows it in the like the movies for sure. Yeah. How first you want to like him, and then you don't. And then you f- he's a fucking bastard. And then yeah, it's because he he's both a giant and, and a god. And, and and he's got uh, that mischievous, uh, misf- mischievous nature where he just like he likes causing trouble, and it's like part of his nature to like like wreak havoc on people, and he just wants to sit by and watch it happen, kind of shit. Yeah. So again, he assists and causes problems for the gods. He's a shapeshifter. He's prior reptilian. Yeah. He appears as a salmon, mare, seal, fly, woman. He was born of giants, but welcomed by the gods. He's responsible for Baldur's death and punished by having snake venom dripped on his forehead. And we'll get again, to that. I got the whole the whole story about that. Yeah. About when he gets punished. So, so I'll get into that later. Jormungand, Hell, and Fenir. So Jormungand is the world serpent. Hell, which is his daughter, and Fenir, the wolf, are his children. He begins Ragnarok, so the apocalypse. And he fights with the giants during Ragnarok. Slain, he is slayed by Heimdall, which is yeah. the the watcher of the the Rainbow Bridge. And we'll, we'll get yeah. To him. And before we get into that, like if you want to talk a little bit about like the War of the Gods, which is kind of before Ragnarok, this is kind of in the middle of the story, and uh, the uh, the Vanir Vanir uh, goddess Freya. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's Freya was always uh, the foremost. Uh, per she was a. Uh, Practice. She practiced like t- the most powerful kind of magic, but it could be used for good. It could be used for bad. And then she wandered from town to town, plying her craft for hire. And she eventually came to Asgard, and she was quite taken uh, by uh, one of the gods, Azir, was like taken by her services. And they soon realized the value and honor of her and her loyalty, and her selfish desire sought to fulfill the witch's magic. But they blamed Freya for her shortcomings because she's the one that kind of let her in. And they had actually attempted to murder her, and the three tried to burn her three times she, would bor- she was born from the ashes because she was a witch. And because of this, hatred started to pretty much boil and then people were fearing one another and like a hostile a war pretty much erupted. And they uh, some of the gods got the most powerful weapons and brutes they could find. And then the witch got as much magic as she could. And eventually the two tribes of divinities became wary of fighting and decided to call it a truce. So gods were fighting against each other in this timeline also. And all these kind of people would be like fighting at each other and then they would call a truce and they'd work with each other to kind of defeat the giants. There's a bunch of crazy shit to do with that. And uh, as a customary among the ancient Norse and actually ancient dramatic peoples, the two side agreed to pay tribute to each other by sending each other hostages to live amongst their tribes. So they kind of were like, well, I'll, you can take Suzanne and I'll take Gertrude. And then, you know what I mean? They're like they, gave them kind of essentially slaves because they were hostages to kind of even the playing ground. But the war gets deeper and deeper with people's warring with each other over bullshit pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So Freyr, which is the God of sun, rain and plentiful harvest, God of peace, brave warrior and 
governs the rain and sunshine, made all things of earth to grow. Gods give him Alfheimer, the realm of the elves. He married to a gigantus, Gerd, son of Najord, and he rides the dwarf-made boar, and his symbol's the boar. And he is killed by the fire demon Sir at Ragnarok. He's the twin to Freya, has a sword that can fight by itself, which is pretty fucking <laughs> awesome. But he gives it retarded. away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's Freyr. We have Freya, which apparently it's pronounced. I, dude, all these things are pronounced really weird. Like I was watching yeah. like people pronounce it the way it's supposed to be. Because we you got Az- Azir and then Frey Freyr. Right? Like, that's, like, two different yeah. god realms. Yes. Because they're the ones that, like, they spat after that whole war broke out because of the magic bitch and stuff like that. They spat into a cauldron, and then their saliva created, uh, I think you've already said his name, Kazvir, whatever, the wisest of all beings. Yeah. And that's what kind of, like, brought, when they created him, they kind of brought uh, the worlds together, like, two different god worlds together, essentially. Yeah, yeah, again, it's very complex and it has like a you know, it's a bunch of different. This is a fucking crash course, yes. So, his twin Freya, goddess of love and fertility, and Freya Day is Friday, so Friday yeah. is named after her. She's yeah. one of the most Friday, beautiful goddesses, Friday, Friday. <laughs> yeah, patron of <laughs> crops and birth, goddess of love, music, and flowers, sister of Freya. So many and fucking goddamn gods. Yeah, Don't even want to sim- get into the dwarves, man. There's a lot of dwarves too. Yeah, bro. The symbol of sensuality, sensuality, and she just has everything to do with love and sexy time. Yeah, divide slain wars with Odin. Half go to her palace. Half go to Valhalla. Woman also go to her hall, right where she's at. Yep. So we have Frigg, which is the wife of Odin, the mother goddess. The Divine Feminine, the Queen of Asgard. She is the patron of marriage and motherhood, goddess of love and fertility, wife of Odin, mother of Baldur and Hod. She weaves clouds. She knows events in the past, in the present and future, but she can't do anything to change it, right? Which I thought was fucking stupid. And yeah, what's the point see- of having that power? That'd be like knowing your own death, but knowing you can't stop she, it. Well, she, she knows about her son's death, Baldur, and yeah. she makes a promise... To have nothing harm him except for the mistletoe, because which is stupid. Yeah, something you kiss under. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. So lady. the mistletoe was the only thing she thought it was harmless. But then obviously he was killed by a fucking mistletoe when they threw it at him, which is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Some of this shit is super, super retarded. Just so people. Yeah, know. yeah. So <laughs> we have Heimdall, the world brightener, god of light, son of the of nine mothers, which I thought was fucking. Yeah, nine moms. Yeah, nine moms, dude. I'm not making a joke about that. He was born at the end (laughs) of the world and raised by the force of earth and sweet seawater and the blood of a boar. He carries the horn, which announces to the gods and warns (gasps) them of danger. Yeah, and will signal the beginning of Ragnarok. Yeah. He has such good hearing, dude, that he can hear grass grow, and he's got, like, perfect eyesight. <laughs> Sounds like he's on acid, man. <laughs> I hear the grass growing, man. Holy fuck. <laughs> he is the watchman of the gods and guards by Frost, the Rainbow Bridge. He'll kill Loki, but he'll die from his wounds as well. Yeah, and a lot of people die in the end of this. Yeah, he created three races of men, the serfs, peasants, and warriors. Of course, the peasants. 
And we're almost done here. I think we got... I got some shit to get into a little bit. We could get into uh, on this just to clarify some of the like, war when that uh, that wisest being Kaz uh, Kaz whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, he was the guy that was the wisest guy that ever lived, and he was actually invited to the home of these two dwarves. And upon his arrival, uh, arrival, the dwarves slew the very wise man. And they brewed mead with his blood. So that's where we get this whole thing, I think, about Loki really wanting the blood because it was the blood of the wisest guy. And uh, mm. with this blood, it was able to dispense wisdom and it was called the stir of inspiration. And all who drank it, we, we become a poet and a scholar. That's like uh, Odin really wanted to... Um, have this power and have the wisdom. So that's where we lead up into him giving his eye for it. But when the gods questioned about the smart, the wise guy's disappearance, I'm just going to wise guy. The dwarves told him, uh, that Casavir, the wise guy had choked on his own wisdom. <laughs> It's like, nah, he choked, dude. He's good. The two dwarves apparently delighted in the murder, and soon after this incident, they took the giant gilding out to see someone who was questioning about where this motherfucker went, and they drowned him on the spot. And the sounds, the sounds of this giant they took out that was questioning about where this other guy went, the sounds of his wife weeping irritated them, so they also killed his wife as well. Damn, so, son. And, like, these dudes, the dwarves are actually pretty fucking hardcore. Uh, but the last, uh, <laughs> they end up... So, uh, by the time this happened, and this is kind of funny though, like how they killed his wife is she was, uh, walking under a doorway of her house and they just smashed a mild stone rock on top of her head and that killed her. So like there's a lot of fucked up shit. And the last mischievous dwarf got the dwarves into trouble. And while Gillian's son, uh, his name was studying. Uh, it means heavy with drink, so it's a drunken fucking giant. Is that Learned, where stuttering comes from? Yeah, maybe. St yes, it's literally stuttering. Stut yeah, it's weird. That could be, but heavy with drink. And he learned his father's uh, murder, and he sees the dwarves at low tide and carried them out to the reef, and he would just drown them in the waves. <laughs> so, And Fuck that ends yeah. up leading into... Like Odin's quest for wisdom that was never ending. So he eventually discovered this, right? And and now we can get into if you want. I have the whole story of how Loki got bound in chains and like kind of he killed uh, the, the nice giant or the nice god. I mean, Balder. Yeah, yeah. I have the other gods that I have are pretty much like. Lesser gods. I want to talk about Hell, the daughter of Loki, before I get yeah, into that. Yeah, she's yeah. That's that. That's that two-faced bitch. Yeah, she's half alive and half dead. She's the ruler of Helheim, the goddess of death and the underworld. She's half black, half white. Literally, she's like really half. Yeah, I thought yeah, she like, was like half corpsey. Yeah, yeah. So beautiful. her face and body are human, but her legs are of a corpse. Oh, I and heard it was split right down the middle, like fucking uh, two-faced. I was calling her that. Yeah, well, that I mean, I saw that depiction as well. But again, dude, it's so <laughs> it's, much. It's shit. a bunch of different <laughs> shit. So the so the beautiful half was a top, and then she had a corpsey ass vagina, or is it ver, ver, vice versa? No, her. I mean, it says her leg, so I might stop right there, and then you know, <laughs> I, you're good. You know what I mean? Uh, so she's got just <laughs> shitty ass legs, peeling yeah. off flesh, corpsey ass legs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's why I got. I just want to talk, tell her because she's obviously one of the main ones. That yeah, and she, she kind of yeah, and she helps with Ragnarok. Uh, yeah, in the end of this, which we can get to after this, but um, 
So Loki essentially uh, was uh, killed the the nicest of the gods, Boulder. And Loki's always been more of a burden than a help to other gods and goddesses. But after his con- uh, contriving the death of Boulder, and that would ensue that make him pretty much remain in the underworld until the cosmos destroyed until uh, Ragnarok. He went about slandering the gods at every opportunity, and at last the gods decided that they had enough of the abuse that he had been doing, and they went to capture him. Loki ran as far from Asgard as he could. At the peak of a high mountain, he built himself a house with four doors so he could watch the pursuers from all directions. I feel like I, this is why I want to rewatch Thor and shit and some of the Marvel movies that have to do with Loki and Thor, which is probably just the Thor movies. But because I remember some of these things, they kind of just added in the story, just like little sprinkles of the mythology. Uh, but by the day, he turned himself into a salmon and hid beneath a nearby waterfall so they wouldn't catch him kind of thing. But the night uh, he sat by the fire and weaved a net for fishing his food, that's when he could see the far-seeing Odin actually perceived where Loki dwelled. He like actually like saw where he was. He was like, okay, we, let's go get him. And they went after him. And when Loki saw his former friends approaching, he threw the net onto the fire and hid himself in the stream as a salmon. So he just shapeshifted into a fucking salmon. And uh, he left no traces of himself, but they end up catching him. Uh, Loki was then taken to his regular form as the god he was, god giant, to a cave. And then the gods brought Loki's two sons, the wolves. Uh, one of them was a wolf. And they promised to kill his brother. So they killed... Um, so Odin killed his own brother. Uh, wait, I switched. I fucked that up. But Loki... Uh, he, they actually killed one of his sons and they ripped his entrails across the cave floor. Jeez. So that's brutal enough. And then Loki was fastened to three rocks in the cave with the entrails of his slain son. So that's pretty fucked up. They even did that. But what's the gods him turning his fucking guts into iron chains that they, and then they placed a poisonous snake on a rock above his head where it would drip venom onto his face, which is fucked up. Like they actually like, they semi-tortured him to do, like, some waterboard shit. It's almost and like Prometheus when they tie him up to a rock with chains. Yeah. And they have the eagle eat his liver every single day, and it just grows back overnight. Yeah, and it's just tor- it's like a crazy torture, because that would be a torture for a god. We're constantly putting through Bane, like like Wolverine, right? If, if Wolverine was a real guy, right? How would you, if you couldn't kill him, say, even by taking off his head or something, right? You torture him and just let him slowly, like, feel the pain. But Loki's faithful wife sat by his side with a bull that she held up to the snake's mouth to catch the poison. But every so often, the bull became full and she had to pour it out. And Loki, I guess, would get mad and shit. He'd be like, stupid bitch, I'm fucking hurting over here. And then he'd get all <laughs> mad about it. And then she would come back and she's being like a nice woman, making sure he doesn't fucking get super poisoned and dies. Uh, but uh, yeah, she'd have to dispose of the contents, which would drop onto the unrepenting God's face and cause him to v- shake violently, which brought about earthquakes actually in Midgard, the world of humanity. And this was Loki and his wife's fate until Loki would break free from his change at Ragnarok and assist the giants in destroying the cosmos. So he was tortured for centuries, technically, until the fall of the worlds, which we can get into Ragnarok right now if you want. Yeah, well, before we get into that, we'll wrap up with Ragnarok. I feel it's fitting. Yes, it's, I agree. 
there's so Loki is pretty much that kind of sort of crazy perverted uncle that you have at family yeah. reunions. He's very inappropriate. He's always trying to stir things up. And there's a story where he says, Freja, do you remember the time you were having sex with your brother and everybody came in and found you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and while you're doing it, you were so embarrassed that you, you, you were so embarrassed you suddenly pass wind very, very loudly. And it's what like, what the fuck? What Is the that a fuck? real story? Like, <laughs> like, who says that shit? Is that a real story from him? Yeah, yeah. It's, again, because there's so funny. many different... Yeah. Well, and a lot of these, like, two... <laughs> um, I'm sure one was like an original, you know, good story. And then people would tell them on the fire and it's like the telephone game, right? Eventually it gets weirder and weirder as it fucking goes down the chain. Well, when we covered the Vikings, it started with the oral tradition. And then yeah, they, they didn't really record anything. And the people who are writing about the, the Norse are other people. They're Christians. Yeah. So... What they wanted to do was like, listen, we want to, they wanted to correlate things that had been forgotten and, and bring them back and be like, you know, why is this like this? And that's how they yeah. came up with all these, these stories. Like I said, the Prozetta and, and there's different, there's different ones. Yeah, I agree. But, so, so you, yeah, Ragnarok. Ragnarok, uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok. The fate yeah. of gods, right? Yeah, so it's it. it's something that's oh it's always there. It's like a dark shadow and it's always clouding, you know, the horizon, how they say. And they're, you know, we're told that Ragnarok is gonna come at a point in the future that's signaled by certain cosmic events. There's gonna be yeah, three like terrible winters in which the world will be torn by conflict, son against father, daughter against mother, terrible yeah. destruction. And you know the you winter seen, is coming. Uh, you That's... ever seen uh, the never-ending story? No. It's like the dark. You never seen that fucking movie, man. Probably. Get with the times, like a nineties movies where the <laughs> Atreus horse dies and shit. Super sad. But in that movie, if kids don't know, watch a never-ending story. You'll probably be sad by it. it's not CGI. It's all puppets and shit. But yeah, that this darkness is looming over the land. It keeps getting closer and closer. But everyone knows it's there. Well, but it's like nobody seems to do shit about it. The White Walkers and Game of Thrones, the winter is coming, right? Like, oh, the winter's going to be the longest winter. It's going to take over. I never watched over. that shit. I heard the ending was bad, what? so I never watched it. You got to watch <laughs> you got to watch that shit. So, it's pretty much that same thing again. You know, winter is coming. Yeah. It's going to be followed by three strange and cold winters. Deep snow is going to cover the land. The sun will lack heat. And it's going to yeah, be... Yeah, the sun's warmth will fail, plunging the yeah. earth into unprecedented cold. Yeah. After those six winters, the forces of chaos that have been held throughout the centuries will finally break free. And again, there's going to be fucking wolves, yeah. serpents, and the, and, and giants. The fact, the fact that they already like... A brother killed his brother, and then a father slayed his son. And like, f f sons would challenge... The fathers to fight and like a lot of fucked up shit mothers would fucking fight daughters it was pretty much just chaos and then the wolves start coming and that yes. like the wolves who hunted the sun and the moon through the skies since the beginning of time will at last catch their prey and the stars too will disappear leaving nothing but a black void in heaven in the heavens which is fucking yeah. creepy as shit yeah, it's if it gets wild. So the Midgar serpent is gonna spit its poison across the sky yeah. and the sea, and he's gonna be again with the wolves. And they have this great. They apparently they have a great ship too that's gonna be oh, going. Yeah, can I talk about this? It's called the yeah. 
it's called Nagalafer, which means the nail ship. And the ship, oh, <laughs> yeah, and this, and uh, these, so um, eventually, like when uh, the, that great tree will tremble and the mountains will fall to the ground, and the chains that have been holding back the monstrous wolf that they, uh, that uh, Odin actually enchained yes. and stuff like that, there's a wolf that they pretty much is big. And the North mythology, and he gets chained up. For, and for near, beast, which is it, Loki's yeah. offspring. Yeah, and he will end up running free because they kind of had to keep him on under chains and lock and chain to keep him calm. Uh, so w- these convulsions from the snake spitting up all the shit will shake the ship, the nail ship. This is hilarious, free from its moorings. And this ship was made from fingernails and toenails of dead yes. men and women and will yes. easily uh, will sail easily over the flooded earths and its crew will be an army of giant and the forces of chaos and destruction and the captain will be none other than Loki. And they just should like, make a fucking movie about it. Let's like make a movie this. about it and it's called Nail Ship. And it's called, yeah. and it's like, have a shipment of fingernails and toenails. Some people will absolutely hate it. And that's why I want it to be happened because some people are disgusted by toenails. So yeah, imagine a so, whole ship of dead people's toenails. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> so the sons of Muspo will ride from the place of fire. They'll break the bridge of Bifrost that connects yeah. heaven and earth. Frasia, Tear will fall. Again, everybody's going to die. Odin will die being fucking swallowed dies. by the jaws of Fenrir, the wolf. Loki and Heimdall will kill each other in the battle of fire and will consume the world. Thor will at last kill the Midgard serpent, but as he walks away from it, he will succumb to its poison and, and the world also. of the gods will crumble in fire, destruction, terror, and <laughs> blood, bro. Terror! <laughs> but wait, but wait. There's but more. Wait. There's more. You're right? in for a scream. That's it's very, very dark, right? That's very dark. Yeah. But it's not the end. Because yeah, because the, the world will sink into the sea and there'll be nothing left but a void. Dun, yes, dun, dun. but... It's like everything that happened is completely undone as it never Yeah, happened. but the earth is going to rise once more. Because the, the gods, gods had yeah. some... They had a hidden shit up their sleeve. Yeah. The green will come back. The crops will grow. Two or three gods will have survived the slaughter. A couple of people would have survived, and they will start to repopulate, rebuild. And from the ashes of the destruction, you know, they'll find golden playing pieces lying in the long grass and pick them up and think. These are remnants of the world, the now gone, of games once played by the gods and no longer here. And they say that the, the mountains and all these different things are just, you know, re- remnants of the gods, right? Have you heard of like... Trippy. Those plateaus over, I don't know where the fuck they said those are, those used to be really big trees and, you know, it's some, some of it's giants like, it's, this is just like essentially fairy tales, like all yes. religion is, but holds some truth to it. Just like you have the flood with fucking Noah and all that bunk bullshit. Yes. But the fact that that probably did happen. And maybe there was just a smart enough motherfucker to build a boat and be like, well, I need a dog. I need a cat. I need it. Like, and then it's like start filming with animals. My uh, argument will always be Joe Rogan's point is that other animals eat other animals. So, but it's yes. all this stories based on like maybe real cataclysmic events that actually did happen. Yeah. That's what I was telling you. Though. Maybe these, these gods were actual people. Yeah. And they just, you know, they, 
One was like Hitler and shit. I mean, that's Loki and he's fuck with people and, you know, put people in ovens. And then, you know, someone was like Churchill and, you know, like it's like it's the same kind of shit. So, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. So, I mean, should we? We were talking about maybe getting into a Japanese episode for the fans, but should we next week get into or whenever you got this posted up? Maybe we should just get into the North mythology monsters like Viking cryptids or monsters and this, and then we'll end this like almost like three parter technically. Because when I was looking up, there's like cryptids and shit like that oh, they yeah. believed in and monsters. So yeah. if we want, we can get into that, and that'll be our cap on Vikings uh, and North and uh, Norse mythology. But eventually, we'll start getting into other shit. Like, eventually down the road, we can get into more history stuff, like the Gr- Greeks. And there, this opens a way for us to get more in history-type discussions and discuss some fucked-up shit that happened in history and weird weird theology and religion and shit like that. So maybe that's yeah. a good idea. Maybe you'll see next week we do that then. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. But that, that was pretty much Norse myth- mythology in for a dummies. nutshell. Yeah. It's, very fucking complicated, and, yeah. and that's with with every religion. When you when you're learning a brand new religion, a brand new story of creation, all that stuff, it gets complicated because yeah. it's it's a whole other world. You could much. literally that's what I'm saying. We could have if we wanted to, we could have just had an hour long episode about just the beginning of North uh, Norse mythology, and then we could have an hour getting into the creation and like that. It it goes deep where you could literally dive into it and i'm sure other podcast has like and and that's like but we're just kind of giving you the brief aspect well like we've making this a little longer so we got the vikings north mythology now maybe we'll next time get into monsters and shit because that shit's crazy as it is yeah yeah it is most definitely there's elves dwarves got the valkyries (laughs) got all types you got the fucking kraken dude you got a bunch of shit so let's get into that maybe next week for all the fans. Uh, yeah, you can follow us, all the Strange Brew stuff. Uh, you should know it by now. It's all at the bottom of every episode. You know, our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter and shit. Look us up, Real Strange Brew on Twitter. But check out all the shit. You know what I mean? www.strangebrewpodcast.com. Yeah, follow me at the Juan Juan Podcast, the Juan Hour, and obviously Strange Wands. And yeah, stay strange. And until next time. Yeah, stay safe, hopefully. Wear your masks. (laughs) Just joking. And may Odin bless us all.